Welcome to the Pillars for Purposeful Motherhood podcast. I am Brita Wallace, and I am so happy that you are tuning in today. So make sure that you go ahead and hit that plus sign in the upper right-hand corner to follow uh, Pillars for Purposeful Motherhood so you can stay tuned for expert guest speakers coming up on the show. I have quite the lineup building, so you definitely want to stay tuned for that. Speaking of which, we have an amazing guest speaker today, Andrea Lukacs. Andrea is an NLP trainer, a hypnotic coach, right? And a psychological, excuse me, counselor. When Andrea entered the workforce upon her studies in economics, she noticed very quickly the unhappiness of others in their everyday lives. And she too shared in this unhappiness. So with her expertise in human behavior, Andrea set on a quest to help others in overcoming their fears, overwhelm, shame, and judgment by teaching them to powerfully communicate their needs and their wants. So today I am super excited to introduce you to Andrea as she talks about setting healthy boundaries and accepting the boundaries of others. So without further ado, welcome Andrea. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you, Britta, for inviting me to be with you today. And I want to welcome everyone who's listening to us today. Yes, let's definitely welcome our audience for sure. Um, We appreciate that you're here tuning in for this very important topic. Um, Boundaries are so important to set um, for ourselves, not only in the home or for moms, but just in general as well. So I'm really excited that Andrea is here to talk about this today. But since this is a podcast for moms, um, we are going to specify this topic towards moms. So Andrea, how can everyday moms at any age or stage set healthy boundaries in their lives? First of all, to know their needs and values because uh, we act upon our values and our belief systems. But uh, also to know that it's okay to say no if we mean it and not to say yes. And then afterwards judge ourselves for doing that because uh, we may have a time uh, boundary uh, and uh, we get in an overwhelmed or stuck state because um, of all these yeses we agreed upon and then we may judge ourselves. And this is not necessary because we can set healthy boundaries to stay in our power to be here for our children and for our family and um, as we can serve uh, those around us much better if we are in a present uh, powerful state than if everything overwhelms us and we uh, lose energy and are not in the same quality here anymore. Yeah, that's so good. And, you know, Andrea, I had a client, and maybe you can speak into this as well, but I had a client um, that I was coaching, a mom, and one of the things in her life, and it wasn't just with her family members, it was just with anybody at all. And one of the things that you mentioned was being able to say no. She never said no to people and it made her miserable, right? And she said to me, "I it's an automatic thing that just comes out of my mouth. I don't even even if I don't want to do it. And she said, and I'm always kicking myself in the butt after she said 90% of the time, I'm like, Oh, I don't want to do that. Why did I say yes to that? And I said, this is what you're going to do. You're going to make a response. You're going to come up with a response for any time anybody asks you to do something. And I, we brainstorm some responses. It could be, let me talk to my husband. 
let me check my schedule. <laughs> saying something so that you're not saying yes and that you have the time to think about it, right? Like, so I said, come up with a phrase to respond instead of saying no. This is your go-to phrase, whatever it is. And I said, and then say, I will let you know by this time and give yourself enough time to think about how you really want to respond because that 10% of the time were things she did want to say yes to, but she was saying yes to everything and it was making her miserable. So I was curious if you had any tips on how moms can set those boundaries and really say, you know, no and and to mean it to say yes to the things you want to say yes to to say no to the things you really want to say no to um and not to be a yes person all the time because you can't say yes to everything and everybody that makes you miserable yeah so like you explained it to step one step backwards have a look on how am i feeling Ooh. what are my thoughts to eat and how do I want to act and behave and uh, to take a little time to to with uh, such answers to hold somebody uh, um, away for a short time until we respond and um, uh, by practicing in every arena with little steps mm -hmm. uh, and um, um, maybe we want to make an exercise and imagine how that could be in future how would we stand here how would our body posture be how would our uh, voice be in which donation would it be um, to represent and create a picture of ourselves how we could act out and then standing like into it and Oops, I'm sorry about that little interruption there. My apologies. We're going to move on. <laughs> I don't know how to turn that off from my computer. And um, I'm going to have my husband help me fix that tonight. But it, when I get a phone call, it automatically goes to my computer. And I hate it because I don't know how to turn it off. So I apologize to you and my audience, our audience. So <laughs> continue what you were saying. I, I'm sorry about that. So and, and stepping into that future reality and seeing how it feels when we speak out no and uh, um, be clear about what we want and uh, to understand that it has something to do with respect because we are oftentimes very good in respecting boundaries of other people but why shouldn't we demand them for ourselves as well? Absolutely. Um, and that, yeah, that's a great point. We do often respect the boundaries for other people. And we, you know, we don't even, sometimes we just don't know what the boundaries are that we need to have in our own lives. And, and, and even if we do, it comes down to like having a, a we need to be able to respect them, um, our own boundaries. And sometimes that's hard, especially with certain people, with family or our kids or our spouses to say, these are the boundaries that I need because sometimes it does cause temporary conflict people don't love boundaries when they're put up you know against them um i was trying to think of a better way to say that but they don't always love them when you say hey this is 
this is where I'm drawing a line or this is what I need um, and it doesn't suit them. So, you know, people sometimes can tend to be selfish. So when it doesn't include their best interest, but includes yours, sometimes people can get upset and it's temporary, but you can't pick up those feelings, moms. You have to, those are their feelings and they have to be able to work them out and, and you get to work out your feelings about it because if you're used to saying yes all the time and you don't have boundaries now, then there's going to be your own feelings and emotions that you have to work through for that because you're going to maybe feel guilty or shame or whatever it is. And not saying that, you know, that's not normal, but those things, we shouldn't be feeling those things. And we do have to work through, um, through those, our own emotions and our own feelings about, you know, doing, um, saying no and setting boundaries so that we can get used to doing those things and they become second nature to us. So Andrea, how can moms prioritize appropriately and schedule their days for optimal success? So first of all, taking 100% of responsibility back to them and then by planning the day and by prioritizing upon the values. And there are things we have to do. Maybe we don't like them, but they are likely like a must. So they have to be done today. So it's put on the uh, calendar, planned in, in for the certain time we want to offer it. And um, we shouldn't forget to to put some self-care time for mm -hmm. us as, as well. So it's like a planned duty within our to-do list and uh, we don't forget it. So we stay in a powerful state and then just asking what is uh, um, more important to be performed or what do I want and um, until we become a little sense uh, of um, how to schedule it uh, and um, so we um, can focus upon a task much uh, powerfully because we are concentrated just on what we are doing now and uh, we get it done and uh, maybe we want to celebrate our successes because oftentimes we forget what we all did uh, good um, and um, uh, if we are in a down phase oftentimes we remember the things which went wrong and oh. and forget about all this good stuff and so if we monitorize them on a regular basis we can acknowledge them and see that there are a lot of good things uh, we have experienced as well in our life yes that's so true and um so there's moms that are like really good with schedules, right? And then there's moms who like, especially the moms, some moms that I know, and, and I've even had this excuse too, where like in the beginning of momhood, there'd be certain things on my schedule, but then it's like, okay, I have a toddler and a newborn and I'm in school full time. And there's certain things that are on my schedule, but the rest I'm kind of just winging and I'm doing the best I can. But that meant I was in survival mode. And I think it's important that moms realize that when you're not planning out your day, even though it might be a tedious task at first, you end up very easily in survival mode. And I have heard moms say, well, you know, of course I'm doing the best I can. Your best looks different every day. You can't strive for perfection. Um, you strive for excellence instead. 
And that takes the pressure off because if we're trying to be perfect every day, we're never going to succeed and feel like we're succeeding. We're always going to feel like a failure because perfectionism is unrealistic ladies and moms. Let's just, and this is coming from somebody who's been a perfectionist for 30 years of her life and has had to learn just over the past few years, stop trying to be a perfectionist. And it's something I have to remind myself still to this day, I showed up and I did my best today. Maybe I laid around and I got five things done and I had 10 on my list, but because I didn't feel good or whatever it is, um, I didn't get to do the other five things I wanted to do, but I did my best and that's okay. But I have come to realize that if you're not scheduling your day, then you are living in survival mode. And the point that I was trying to make before was that some moms will say, you know, well, I'm doing my best and I just, when I schedule anyway, I never get to do the things that I, I want to do. But the thing about it is, is that you're going to most likely get the majority of the things done that are on your schedule. If you have a schedule, if you do not, you are not going to get a lot of those things done because there's no accountability. Your schedule is kind of like your accountability partner. Um, and Oh my goodness, my house is noisy today. I'm so sorry. Um, and usually it's super quiet. I don't know what's going on today, but exact, but that's my, it's my best, right? So <laughs> we have a new puppy and he's clearly making his, um, his presence known downstairs at the moment. So, um, so yeah, so scheduling, having that schedule. Now I got distracted. Having that schedule is really important and being able to, um, to be able to follow, you know, have that accountability for yourself and to be able to follow something. I totally lost my train of thought. So I apologize about that. Um, but have you noticed that as well, Andrea, is that when moms don't have schedules, they kind of end up in survival mode and then you're just kind of stuck there and your brain, our brains do tend to go more negative. So you are going to focus on the negative things. What I didn't get done today and all of this stuff, as opposed to what you did do. So I love to say, plan your day and procrastination has no place. Yes, great. And it's so true. So it was for me the same when I started to plan my day and got uh, the stuff uh, done. So and celebrated the success I achieved on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. um, uh, so I was observing that the self-esteem uh, roused, uh, um, uh, the confidence uh, got uh, stronger and um, this feeling of having done so much, um, oftentimes we see everything we haven't done till now, but oh. uh, then we here see what we already performed, which we often tend to forget, is yep. then visible. And therefore, in the, I suggest to plan the day, let's say one day before or in the morning to um, plan it. And uh, in the evening, we can have a short look on it and see um, what was um, 
what were our values and how were we thinking in certain situations when we felt uh, certain feelings we didn't uh, like to have a greater look on it to become aware because that's the point where we can change something if there are programs which are running on a subconscious mind and we don't uh, have a look on the facades behind we will never find the source and and more likely not change right yeah absolutely and I was thinking, you know, with the five to-do list, you know, 10 things on my to-do list and when I had mentioned that and maybe I got five of them done. Um, the point was that like, I have a schedule, right? And I was thinking most of the time I am like an overachiever, um, but right now I'm newly pregnant. So <laughs> I'm in the early um, stages of pregnancy, which comes with a lot of nausea and um, extreme exhaustion. So. For me, I was thinking, you know, maybe right now it's not feasible. And I think it's important to say that, like, if I'm finding where I need to lay down in the afternoon for an hour to be able to handle the children I already have when they get home for the evening and to be able to, for my evening to be successful, then maybe I shouldn't put 10 things on my to-do list during this early part of pregnancy, right? And just put five on because I know that that seems to be manageable but I'm still focusing on the five things I did get done and not the five things I didn't do because I know myself and my body. And I know that taking the rest that I need, especially during this time when I'm creating life and I am very sick with this pregnancy, um, just feeling sick. Luckily, I'm, I'm not one of those women who get very sick, but I just feel that way. So that's a blessing. See, I'm taking the positive there. <laughs> and it's okay, right? It's okay that you need to rest sometimes. And it's okay that five items during these first three or four months, I'm still getting them done and it's better than 10. And maybe we need to adjust what we have on our schedule and prioritize and create those boundaries with ourselves and say, listen, I can't do 10 things right now or these same 10 things I need to do five or I need to do smaller versions of them so that I can still show up and do the things that I want to do, but also be able to take that time for rest. So I just wanted to elaborate on that, that I was using that as a positive and just saying that sometimes, you know, right now where I can normally handle those 10 things, and I'm just using this as a as an example, I don't know if it's 10 or five or whatever, you know, um, my schedule is different every day, <laughs> but, um, but just saying, you know, take knowing that during this time of life, things are going to be different for me and that's okay. And, and it's okay to readjust. So, and, and it's okay for us mamas to do that too, to not over do ourselves because we do end up in survival mode and we end up miserable, which is what we're talking about today. And we don't often think about having to create boundaries with ourselves as well. Um, so I just wanted to elaborate on that. So Andrea or Andrea, how can moms set goals for themselves to break the same cycles that they keep finding themselves in? Because maybe they do scheduling for a week or two and they're like, oh, this is going good. But then they kind of just get back into these habits and these old patterns. And we do tend to do that, especially if we're not doing something long enough to create a new habit. Um, so I'm just curious how moms can set goals for themselves to break those cycles um, so they don't keep getting in them. 
Yes, so life uh, happens in cycles and um, there are down phases and up phases and to realize when our body needs more rest or to plan more self-care time into the schedule mm -hmm. and uh, just it's a commitment with ourselves we have to commit ourselves that we want to uh, change something and to find a better way and then being accountable and uh, if some something works we should continue it and if it doesn't work we can adjust it um, and it's it's always a play of trying testing and adjusting absolutely <clears throat> he's been sleeping all day not barking at all he doesn't bark a lot either but we just got him a few days ago so i'm like goodness the phone's ringing the birds chirping the dogs going um which you know things like this happen and you just have to laugh them off because what are you gonna do right i mean it is what it is and imperfect makes things beautiful i think and makes us show up in our this is life right this is real life so sometimes people have kids screaming in the background um and it's not ideal for sure but it's definitely how life goes some days so i'm just laughing over here at all of the the chaos that's going on at my house um and it's good to be able to laugh off the chaos and not join it sometimes sometimes so um and that's coming from somebody who does not like chaos, but it's good to be able to laugh at it and just say, hey, this is what it is today. So, but I apologize to you, Andrea. Um, I did not anticipate all of the extras to be happening during our interview. And I am in my office, so um, it's just tends to, tends to be a little loud, so. Um, so yeah, I think there are things that mom, there's a lot of things that moms can do online. Like you can look online different ways to set goals. And I think that it's important that you have some sort of plan to set a goal. Maybe it's a goal for the day. What's your goals for today? What's your goal for this week? Maybe it's monthly. And I think for each mom, it's going to be unique. Maybe you want to set goals for you can only handle your goals on a daily basis. Maybe you want to set goals for a week and say, this is what I want to accomplish this week. And this is how I'm going to break it down. Maybe it's for a month. And I think it's also good. So you, I think it's what you figure out what works for you and you test and you, sometimes you have to, uh, I'm trying to think of the word I'm looking for, uh, you, you test it out, you see if it works, if it doesn't, you try something else, right? And you, and you find that thing that's gonna work for you. But I think that it's also good to have an accountability partner, even if it's your husband, if it's a friend and you say, you know, this is what I'm, I've got going on this week. And I've learned that from coaching, right? Is that like having an accountability partner helps you be more accountable and, and um, show up for yourself, for the goals that you're setting for yourself. So. I think that that's really important as well. So if you were gonna give moms the best tip for optimal success with setting boundaries, um, what would it be? What is your number one go-to? Mm -hmm. Know what you really want. Yeah. That's be the number one thing. Yes, because if you don't know what you want, then how are you supposed to set boundaries? You're just setting boundaries and, and you're winging it, right? You're just saying, hey, well, this is what I think I might want or whatever, but really having that vision of what it is that you want um, 
and that you need. And there is no one size fits all because we're all unique and different. What you want and what you need, Andrea, is totally different from what I want and what I need. And for each and every mom, that's going to look different. And it's not something that we can sit here on a podcast or even in coaching tell you um, what that is. It's something, it's the first step of you figuring it out for your for yourself, mama, is that, you know, once you figure that out, that's, that's the most difficult part, right? Is figuring that out and really getting clear and then coaching and the rest of these steps can fall into place and help you for optimal success, right? Yes. All right. Um, well, I thank you so much, Andrea, for having you here today. This has been great. I'm so sorry again for all of the interruptions. Again, I can't help but laugh. Um, it's been such a pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank you for inviting me. And I hope uh, uh, you uh, or the listeners got some nuggets they can turn into practice and make their life more easier and happier. Yes, there's definitely a lot of nuggets today that I picked up that I was reminded of and that I'm sure our mama listeners will take with them into their home. So mamas, to learn more about Andrea, you can email her at Andrea uh, coaching right? at gmail.com for a complimentary discovery call so you can learn more about how to set healthy boundaries in your own unique personal life. Um, and you can also find Andrea's email in the description of this episode. I put it there so you can just click on it and you should be able to go right there um, or just copy it and put it right in your, uh, your email and be able to email her for that complimentary discovery call, which is amazing. That's such value um, when coaches do that and give you free calls with them. Even if you don't move forward in coaching, which I always suggest that I believe everybody has to should have a coach. It's just the accountability and it's such a powerful thing. Um, but just those complimentary calls also you can get so much out of and it's they're valued so high. You have no idea what you're missing if you don't uh, take up take Andrea up on this call because you're going to definitely get value out of it. Um, but thanks so much for tuning in until next time. Take care and God bless.